Hey guys, welcome back to Keep It at 99 here with a Christmas special. And today we will be talking about um, just some history of Christmas, you know, why things celebrated the way they are, and just some fun little facts about it. So this will be a pretty light episode, but, you know, hope you guys enjoy. So, first things first, um, obviously Christmas is a very important holiday celebrated by many people. Um, and a lot of people celebrate it um, for religious reasons. Some people celebrate it just for fun. Um, so we'll, we'll get into more of that later, but... To start us off, we're going to start with the date that Christmas is celebrated. Um, there are two dates where Christmas is generally celebrated, um, which is January 7th and December 25th. December 25th is what most people know as Christmas. Um, it is, you know, the just the day where most people celebrate Christmas. However, a lot of the Eastern churches celebrate Christmas on January 7th. And the reason for this is a calendar difference. The Eastern churches follow the structure of the Julian calendar, um, which equates to 365.25 days. The Julian calendar was established by Julius Caesar in the year 45 BC um, and basically has a leap year every four years and the year equals 365.25 days. However, in 1582, when Pope Gregory XIII was the Pope of the Catholic Church, uh, he changed the calendar and made it something called the, what we use now, the Gregorian calendar, um, which kind of takes into account to the social drift that was an issue um, seen in the Julian calendar, and it changed the average length to 365.2425 days. So essentially, it would mean like every 130-ish years, um, the Gregorian calendar would fall back one more day than the Julian calendar. And when they did this, they also fixed the previous since the Julian calendar started and went back um, 10 days in time. So that's why, you know, that, that's why, that's why, the, that's why that, sorry, that's why Christmas is celebrated on two different dates. Um, so it's got nothing to do with theology or church politics is genuinely because there's a calendar difference, which is very interesting. But it's also very important to note that, you know, even though this is just a calendar, the Eastern Church has still found it important to keep what they thought was correct, to keep what, you know, they, the tradition that they had kept for their whole lives. So it's a good reminder for us that, you know, we shouldn't just conform to whatever happens even if they might be good changes sometimes you know we need to wait on those and make sure you know that they, they stick but this and this brings us to the real meaning of christmas um a lot of people nowadays just celebrate christmas as a time to give gifts and to be fr with friends and family and that's not really what christmas is um christmas is obviously the incarnation of christ that's what it's supposed to be celebrated as you know as, as in orthodoxy it's called the feast of the nativity um, which is the incarnation of Christ. And so that that's really what the what the main goal behind this holiday should be instead of just you know being a social hangout and giving gifts. Um, and obviously there's this popular thing in, 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 in nowadays called the war on Christmas where people you know see Christmas as just some commercial game that people play and it's you know we need to stop this, we need to completely get rid of it. And I think obviously that's wrong um, because Christmas is very vital um, to to the social structure of the civilization we live in. But it's also important to maintain the religious value that it has. And going on the war on Christmas, um, you know, Santa Claus obviously is not um, is not a real character. Uh, sorry, kids. And he was in, he was invented and he was introduced into Christmas um, about the late 1800s, early 1900s. Uh, so he's very, very new to the Christmas scene, and he was really pushed um, by Coca-Cola, which is why he's wearing, which is why he wears red and white, 
ironically. Uh, so, you know, the, the Warm Christmas does hold value because obviously Santa Claus is just a, a Coca-Cola commercial. But, you know, he does symbolize a, re a real character, um, St. Nicholas, the Bishop of Myra. Um, St. Nicholas uh, was the Bishop of Myra about around the year 250 AD. Uh, Myra is what is now a part of Turkey. And, you know, he was known for, for being very charitable and giving gifts to the poor and to kids um, in need all the time. He was always giving, giving, giving. And that's where we attribute this Santa Claus to him. Um, St. Nick was, was alive during the Council of Nicaea. And he did attend the Council of Nicaea as he was the Bishop of Myra. And uh, legend has it that he slapped Arius in the face um, during some of the meetings because you know, he was very mad at the Arian heresy. Um, so it just goes to show how, obviously, you know, Santa Claus is not the jolly old character that we know. Um, but it's important to understand where these characters come from, what they mean, and how we can, you know, learn from them and apply them in our own lives. And this brings us to something else that's been highly commercialized for Christmas. There's one right next to me, the Christmas tree. Um, the Christmas tree originally was a pagan symbol for the winter solstice, um, found mainly in Roman and Greek and Egyptian cultures. Um, specifically in Egyptian culture, uh, it was seen at the like this winter solstice was seen as a time of year when the sun god Ra had the least power, and so people would celebrate that time of him having the least power and celebrate the fact that he would be coming again with more power um, by putting evergreen tree leaves on their on their and palm branch leaves on their door frames to symbolize the power that's coming, and it, that has parallels to what Christmas means now for us today as Christians. That you know. Obviously, winter is the darkest time of the year. It's the time when the sun is, is, we can see the sun for the least amount of time. And it's a reminder that, you know, Christ comes, the light of the world comes in the darkest of times and darkest of places. Um, so there are parallels that are obviously you can make between, you know, even the ancient cultures and to Christianity. And it's just, it's just really beautiful seeing how, you know, those things interact with each other. Um, going back to the Christmas tree, the Christmas tree was first used for Christmas by Germans in the 16th century. And this just further shows that anything Christianity, you can you can take anything and turn it into um, something godly. So that's been the, the podcast on Christmas. has been very short. Hope you guys enjoy this. Make sure to like, comment, subscribe, turn on post notifications, and Merry Christmas to everyone. Thank you.